This podcast was sponsored by Modi Body. Make the switch today to Modi Body period underwear. We at the Nasty Woman Club pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the Mianjin land. We acknowledge that we are on the stolen lands of the Yaraga and Turbul people, whose sovereignty was never ceded. Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode of the Nasty Woman Club podcast. I'm your host Demi Lynch and today is Interview Thursday. I am so glad to be back in your ears with the podcast and especially very glad to introduce today's guests for our Interview Thursday episode. It is none other than the lovely ladies from Outspoken Podcast. Yes, that is correct. We have Amy, Sophie, and Kate all here at the Nasty Woman Club podcast to talk about their highly successful pop culture podcast, Outspoken. Now, I am such a big fan of these ladies. I am such a big fan of their Facebook group, which if you're not a part of, join right now. Link is in the show notes. You have no excuse not to join the group. They have such a great podcast. It looks at pop culture and influences. They just do it in such a great way. They dissect the whole world, the whole influencer, pop culture, celebrity world, and it's just such a nice podcast. You really need to get into it. It just lets you escape the the real frustrating, overwhelming world that we live in. But anyway, so on today's episode, we spoke about how they decided to get into podcasting, their experiences in the media, and also their interactions with influencers, how that has been for the past year since they've launched the podcast. Anyway, I will quit yabbering away, and here is our amazing guests, Sophie, Kate, and Amy from Outspoken. All right. Fabulous. Well, ladies from Outspoken, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today. Thank you for having us. Now, I am such a fan of your pod. And can I just say the most recent episode, it disturbed me. It made me piss myself laughing. Is this one where we're talking about poo? Is this the episode? (laughs) The green poo. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, like, I think I like faded out listening for a second. And the next minute I'm hearing one of you go like, oh, pink poo. (laughs) We actually had a um, someone in our Facebook community ask if we could put a warning on the podcast when we start talking about poo because sometimes they're eating breakfast. So we felt really bad. But I loved it because another girl said, I, I love it because you're normalizing women talking about poos. And I was like, yeah, yeah I suppose we are. <laughs> Creating change right here. <laughs> so I have to ask, um, I, know you, I know you've explained it probably a million times on the pod and also your Instagram stories. And the Instagram and also the Facebook community, which, by the way, everyone, if you're not part of this community, join it right now. It's just such a nice because you've spoken about on the pod before, like there's some Facebook groups that get get a bit toxic. Yours is just so nice. It's just so lovely. Everyone's just just mates. Oh, that's nice. Because <laughs> someone someone asked me yesterday, they're like, are you going to put a cap on your Facebook community? Because we feel like it's a really nice group of people. And I feel like I've heard that once they reach about 10,000 people, that's when things start to go a little bit south. But um, I don't really know if you can put a cap on them. 
it's a bit it's a, it seems a bit exclusive doesn't it if you mm. if you stop people from joining mm. <laughs> but everyone is so nice as you said in the facebook community so hopefully it does stay that way for a while maybe we just need a no dickhead policy Maybe like when you're near a bit close to the 10, maybe you have to do like a quiz and just be like, okay, how true a fan are you really? How much of a dickhead are you truly trying not to be a dickhead? What colour poo did the girls have when they had a rainbow cake? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh uh-huh. Truly test their fandom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So yes, as I was saying, so yeah, you've explained this, I know, many times on the pod and your group and on Instagram stories, but how did this podcast like come about? Well, we were kind of thinking back to it because I think it's been nearly a year and a half or, or two years actually. And it was the time when we had all moved away from each other. So we lived together up until we were about 30, um, not at home. Uh, fortunately we you know moved out of our parents house not that there's anything wrong with that but yeah so it was the first time we weren't all living together and we kind of wanted an excuse to catch up and do something together Um, so that was probably a big motivator well it was also I feel like we were having all these sort of discussions about influences with our friends but then I feel like there weren't really too many podcasts that were going there with it or they'd be a little bit scared and hold back from saying what they really wanted to say. So we kind of wanted to bring out a podcast where people felt like they were just chatting with their friends and it's sort of stuff you'd say behind closed closed doors. Mm-hmm. And what I love as well is with the podcast, like the influences you talk about, they're very localized. Like there's like so often, like some of the influence, influences you talk about, I'm just like, who is this person? And then I go to this person, they have like hundreds of thousands of followers. I'm just like, how the hell did I miss this person? So very educational, very educational you are about influencers. I know. I feel like some of them should pay us for promoting them because often we get backlash from some of them. And I felt like saying so many people in our group didn't even know who you were until we spoke about you. But that's the weirdest thing about influencer culture. The fact that someone can be so famous in someone else's world and then they'll be on the street and other people will have no idea who they are. That's what I find so fascinating about it as well. Yeah, exactly. Because there's just so many types of different influencers. You got your reality stars and your fitness people or entrepreneurs, beauty bloggers, like Everyone's just so different. And some people do love all niches, but some people just like that one particular niche. And yeah, like for me, for example, I don't really follow that many um, fitness influencers. So when you guys talk about fitness influencers, I'm just like, how do I not know this person? Like I'm meant to be reporting on pop culture and I don't even know this person. Oh my God. (laughs) Don't worry. We feel like that all the time. Some people will mention, especially TikTokers, like I'm slowly getting more and more involved in TikTok, but sometimes people will mention their names and I'm like, I feel so old. I don't even know who these people are. <laughs> I'm so behind with TikTokers. I only just discovered. I only just dis- who who's who's the, the 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 big TikToker, the one that's got millions, the D'Amelio family. Yeah, I only discovered who the hell they were like a couple of months ago. Oh, oh um, Charlie D'Amelio. Oh, in lockdown, I was like trying to work out. Like I I heard she had millions of followers, and I looked back, and I just couldn't work it out. I'm like, she just seems like a regular 15 year old. It just makes you feel ancient as well. You're like, who are these people? They're all still in school and just <laughs> dancing. <laughs> Yes, it makes me feel old. I've I've gotten to the point now where I have to like ask younger people and be like, who's this artist? I don't know any of these artists in the top 100 or anything like that. (laughs) Oh, we're like that with our little cousins. Like we're like, keep us young. Like, please like tell us who these people are. If it's not Taylor Swift, then I don't really care to be honest in the top 100. We'll be back in just a moment with today's episode. But first, I want to talk to you all about today's sponsor, Modi Body. I've been getting my period for over a decade now, and like many of you listening, 
my cycle continues to be a chaotic mess. Kinda like my life. <laughs> and just like me, my period cycle isn't very organized. Sometimes it's early, sometimes it's late, and sometimes it likes to take a U-turn in case I forgot it was even here and come for yet another surprise visit. That's my period for ya. That's why I've decided to make the transition from pads and tampons to Modi Body's period underwear. It makes my already chaotic life a thousand times easier. And you know what? It feels good to also support a brand that shares the same values as I do and the Nasty Woman Club. Moni Body is size inclusive, passionate about ending period poverty and normalizing period talk, and they really do value the importance of sustainability. I'm so glad to have partnered up with Moni Body for today's episode because I truly do love the brand and admire all the incredible work they are doing for people across Australia that experience periods. Head on over to modibody.com and make the switch to period underwear. So all of you are in media and have had experiences in the media. How do you think though then your experiences in media has helped you with this podcast? Because not only does it look at influences, but it also looks at the world of media which is very, very chaotic in Australia, that's for sure. So Sophie and I, we run a PR business together called Hula Media. And I think that has given us the ability to look at some of, I suppose, some of the social media scandals um, with that, with a certain eye. So we can look at what, you know, what does that mean from a PR perspective? What have they done right? What have they done wrong? But I suppose from a um, journalistic perspective, we used to work as reporters. And I think that a lot of the the legal um, ramifications. And- yes. So we've studied media law. So I think that that's helped us know what we can talk about and also what we can't touch on. Yeah. And not many, I think our OG listeners will know that. Um, so as Amy touched on, Amy and I used to work at seven and we actually left there under some pretty awful circumstances. So, I mean, legally, I can't say too much, but... Um, no, Sophie, you're legally allowed to. Legally, I, I can actually. But well, basically, um, Amy, um, there was a, Amy made a sexual harassment complaint and unfortunately, that complaint was turned on its head and it was easier to get rid of the two of us than to get rid of the ancient dinosaur at the heart of the complaint. Um, so basically, that had taught us a lot about the world as a whole and kind of the corruption that goes on. So I don't know, it kind of has given us a different look at things as well. Yeah, I suppose we also really like to delve into the topics that we cover. And while it might seem like a a silly topic about an influencer, we really like to be very um, like not biased and look at both sides of the story. So I think that's something that sets us apart because sometimes we'll cop crap if we don't actually like, you know, go to town on an influencer. But that's really not what the podcast is about. It's about dissecting the issue and both sides and presenting it. Yeah, presenting it fairly. So I think um, our journalistic skills have helped in that regard as well. I think that's really, I think that's what people need to hear. Like, I hate when people say like, oh, we want to hear information that's unbiased. But I think in the end, everything is biased. Like, I'm a strong believer in that. So I think if you're, if you're not trying so hard to hide your views and you actually do dissect the whole thing and show all the angles, I think that's so much better than just pretending something is unbiased and you're just writing it, you know, boringly and like with no opinion or anything like that. Yeah, I think that's so true. And I think what we've discovered as we've gone along with the podcast is 
people are going to disagree with you, whatever you say, even if you are completely balanced. I think that the topic of influencers makes everyone very passionate. And even when we feel like we've been pretty harsh on an influencer or we've called out some of their problematic behavior to some people, it will never be harsh enough. And I think we're seeing that a lot more, especially with lockdown, that I feel like a lot of influencers have become uh, very much hated in society, which We've got to look at celeb spell yeah. check, all the drama going on there at the moment. It's There's obviously been a change in society of how we view influencers and the certain outrage we now have towards them. Hmm. So how do you then decide like what influencers then to talk about? I know we said earlier, like it's like sometimes it feels like you're promoting some of them because so often there's some people that don't even know these influencers exist. <laughs> Like, I think it was the most recent episode you spoke about a micro-influencer and I'd never even heard about this person or about the controversy involved with them. Like, how do you decide, like, do you all follow similar influencers, like whether it's beauty bloggers, reality stars, entrepreneurs? Yeah, it's really just the influencers that we follow and that we always talk about with each other. But we've kind of expanded that now to involve our community in those conversations. So there'll usually be a couple of topics that are like hot topics in our community. So we'll often delve a little bit deeper into those. But yeah, I we are trying to expand our horizons in terms of influencers because we are often talking about specific people. So we really want to like we do like having a basis with Australian influencers because I think it's really important to talk about what's happening locally Um, but we also have a really soft spot for some English um, YouTubers so we often talk about them but we actually asked our community to suggest some influencers to follow so we we are really trying to expand that net. Well I also like to keep a look on Tattle Life which is an influence a a forum about influencers is actually pretty bad they do go to town on them but it's kind of interesting to keep a look at that as well and see if there are any influencers who are doing problematic things Mm. um, through that forum so that has that has introduced me to a couple of new influencers. Do you know what's funny though is because I'm a videographer for our business and so I follow a lot of videographer influencers and Kate and Sophie always pay me out when I mention them because they're like Amy's trying to be highbrow and act as if she doesn't just follow trash (laughs) influencers but I think it it's it's funny because I feel like the the influencers we talk about are ones that we find popping up in conversations online and also conversations between our friends so I feel like it's just I suppose a part of being in a gen I was gonna say gen well gen Z. I was almost gonna are you gonna claim ourselves... yourself a gen Z, Amy yeah no I'm not a gen I'm gen Y geez sorry millennial. you're a millennial I'm a millennial <laughs> maybe it's all that because we've just been discussing most recently about the wide-legged gene thing so I've got in my head that I'm a gen Z, but I'm not <laughs> but I feel like it's just a part about being a millennial that we all talk about influences and that's just how you come to follow lots of different yeah, people. word of mouth I suppose mm. so when you do talk about these influences then how do you make sure that things don't get a bit too far that you have like say defamation cases like say with what what is happening with celeb spell check the person that celeb spell checks obviously has said like you know no one's suing them but you know obviously if there is someone suing them they can't obviously say but when that was all unraveling like did you guys have any concerns thinking like oh crap maybe in like three years three, uh, three months time or six months time someone's just gonna come at us and be like we're suing you because what you said I think we've really tried along the way to be very careful about the way we do report on things. So when we are talking about them, 
I think we're legally we can give our opinion on things that have happened. Um, also, we have used our experience with media law to make sure we are on track. So if we do talk about things, we always, you know, it's alleged things that have happened. But I mean, I think we have good, safeguarded ourselves. Yeah, that's such a good question. It is something we talk about before we record the podcast because we'll have a little chat and be like, obviously this this story has been reported in the media already. So that's normally, um, you know, it's a safe topic to talk about if if big publications have already discussed it. But I suppose the issue with Celeb Spellcheck is that they, you know, recently they put up a video of what appeared to be Lorena from The Bachelor allegedly snorting a white powder. And I suppose the issue there is that we've not seen that video anywhere except for Celeb Spellcheck. So well, it's not material that she's chosen to put out about herself. So I suppose that's where it was a little bit well, different to the yeah, other material we're she not brought sure, out. We're not sure where the video came from, but I suppose the issue there as well is that people are commenting below and you've got to be you know, careful to moderate your comments because you can be liable for what other people say. So we're careful not to... I mean, we want to break news, but we wouldn't break news like that. We just yeah, know well, that that's a no-go. I, I suppose we've got an understanding about what defamation is and, you know, we we try not to cross the line there. We've actually got a lawyer coming on our podcast on Monday's episode to actually talk through defamation law. So we're actually interviewing him tomorrow. So I kind of wish we... Um, we talk, spoke to you uh, tomorrow because <laughs> we could probably tell you a little bit more about it. But yeah, we, we do try to be really careful because at the end of the day, we really want our podcast to be lighthearted and, and we love influencers. We love talking about influencers, but we also like to hold influencers to account. So it's really a balance to make sure that what we're saying is very much opinion based and it's not dragging anyone down in the mud, really. It's also, I feel like it's also important to pe- keep like a, um, again. It's also important to keep um, an idea of people's mental health as well. Yeah. We do try and be careful with what we say because, as Kate said, we still do want to have a podcast that's a bit of fun and just to chat with the girls. Like, we still want to have a space where we are positive about people as well because, mm. as you said, we do love some influencers too. But we've also had some really good role models in journalism. Um, so for my old news director, he's his name is Terry Plain, and he was always so fair about what he reported on. And I feel like that kind of comes across in how we like to report on influences. I mean, it might not seem like that when listening to it, but we do have a lot of thought behind what we can and cannot say. But what I've also noticed, though, with influences, what I've noticed like over the past, like I think I've been following you guys for about a year, I think. And what I've noticed, even though there have been some backlash from influences, it's their fans. Like it's, it's like cult vibes. I'm not going to say specific names, but like, I've noticed like, say, if you say like the smallest, the smallest thing, I forget who it was. You said like the smallest, smallest thing about an influencer and they just like attacked you. They like gave all your, gave all these one stars on your podcast and they just came for you. And what the hell? Like (laughs) The stands are pretty crazy. I wear those one stars as a badge of honour, though, because you're like, yeah, I've done an all right job with well, the stands. <laughs> it's funny because it always happens when we talk about specific influences. And I feel like there has been, uh, I suppose, this underlying beef between us and a few influences. And it's quite funny because over the past year, we have been blocked by some pretty big names. And some of the influencers who have blocked us, we actually haven't spoke about in an unfavorable way. We've actually pumped up their tires. So I feel like, I don't know, I feel like you, 
for us, we were like, oh gosh, people must be listening to our podcast because these big influencers are blocking us. We must be doing something right in terms of that, getting that reach that people, I think influencers might be scared to have us following them because they don't want to slip up, I yeah, suppose. Yeah. The other thing is about the stands though, there has been one influencer in particular who spoke about us on her YouTube channel and I mean, indirectly kind of sent her stands towards us. Which, which is fine. Which That's is fine platform. because, you know, obviously we're using our platform to talk about her. So I feel like it is fair game so I mean we've all got a thick skin we're all in our 30s so I mean yeah, we, their we, comments we, don't really affect us too much we've been bullied at school mercifully before so like <laughs> this you know, is a, few, a few comments on Facebook we we try not to take it too seriously but it is crazy it is crazy how much some of these super fans of these influencers just idolize the influencers and well, that's it, a scary thing uh, isn't it? it it is it is scary and especially when as as you were saying before that you don't even know who some of these people are but they have these dedicated army of fans who will just back them to the end of the earth i also think that some of the influencers themselves pose as the stands this might yeah. be a bit controversial but i definitely think there are some influencers who have fake names to leave the finsters the finsters yeah the finsters (laughs) and also the fake names on the apple podcast charts which i did touch on on our instagram last night um but yeah (laughs) oh that's funny i'm just i never even thought about that that some of them could be i love i love when like you hear like little like secrets of like what like some influencers do like i never thought about that like have you heard about the one where people say um, if they're taking a selfie with their phone, they actually have another phone taking the selfie and stuff like that. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, this blew my mind. I was like, how sad is that? Like, just get someone to take a photo. Like, why do they have to have the phone in their hand? Yeah. That's just bizarre. I, I, um, it is It is funny because we love to hear all those little tidbits of information and we have, we ha- we sometimes get people, oh, sorry, that's just Sophie's dog sorry, barking I'll go in the background. Sorry. I'll take him outside. Sorry. Sorry. You guys can- Maybe that's right. No, it's always the way. My last interview, my cat decided to like climb on top of me. Oh, what kind of cat? Like, what's your cat's name and what does it look like? <laughs> my cat's name's Aurora. Oh, cute. She's the most precious thing, but oh my god, I hate her so much. Sometimes she wakes me up at 4 a.m. in the morning. She knocked a lamp over on me the other day. My cats used to do that a lot. And then when my boyfriend moved in, he's like, We're not having the cats in the bedroom, that's our fur free space. And because I shut them out, they don't they they don't wake me up anymore. Because they used to do the same thing. They came in at three a.m. and would like scratch at me and want food. But you feel mean. You feel mean locking them out. Don't you hate it when you're kind of like screaming at your cat at night? You're like, go away. And then in the morning, you, you, you feel so bad because they look so cute. You're like, yeah. oh, sorry. <laughs> I sadly do not feel that way. When I see my cat peaceably sleeping and she's just relaxing in the sun, I'm just like. I might squirt you with a water gun, I think, just so you know what it's like to be disturbed when you're having a great time in your sleep. Yes. Maybe this is why she hates me. Maybe this is why. Love-hate relationship. Anyway, enough about my love-hate relationship with my bad roommate. Um, (laughs) So the other question that I wanted to ask you, ladies, was with your experience in the media and now also with this amazing podcast and amazing podcast community, what would be your best advice then for women that are in the media or women that are in the podcast world? I think a big one that stood out for us when we were talking about this earlier was just supporting each other. Like I know like the whole women supporting women is so important. I mean, we've all been in jobs where, you know, unfortunately that hasn't happened. So we're really, we're really wanting to push that message 
Well, I think what's so exciting about podcasts as well is that, you know, there's so many radio stations that don't have two women on air. You know what I mean? Like we have the opportunity to actually hear from women directly and what women are interested in talking about. Yeah. I mean, that's probably not advice. That's just an observation. But but back to what Kate said, I think that is so important that women should support other women. And previously with our podcast, we have had people saying, oh, well, you're not supporting other women because you're talking about them. But I think there needs to be... It needs to be, I can't think of the word, but it it needs to be explained properly that just because you talk about another woman and what they do, that's not you not supporting them. You're allowed to actually critique women and be a feminist. And I think that there's, that's often not, not really thought of as being the case. Yeah, you can definitely like, I, I think there's a diff, there's a difference between holding people to account and in the influencer world, most, the majority of big influencers are women. So it's definitely a topic that, you know, we love discussing, but yeah, I think in terms of actually working alongside other podcasts or working alongside female journalists, I think it's really important that everyone is supportive of each other because you've got so many people trying to stab you in the back. It's a very like cutthroat industry. So it's so important to yeah. have women's backs. And I mean, we're seeing that at the moment in everything that's been going on in Parliament House and all those mm. sorts of things. Like, it's quite a scary place out there for women. And we need to be supporting each other in our careers. Yeah. And also, that's a really good point. I think, Sophie, that you mentioned that in traditional media, often we don't hear women's voices as, as much as we would like to. And I think the experience that Sophie and I had in the mainstream media while we had lots and lots of fun and it was a great experience, it was quite unpleasant near the end um, in regards to what happened to us. So I think it's important to know that if you are a a woman who is maybe you're studying journalism and you want to get into the industry, you don't have to play the game and you don't have to backstab people to get far in media. You can set up your own podcast and you can do your own thing now. I mean, people are on YouTube. There's all these uh, there's, there's all these ways that you can be part of the media and maybe not have to be treated like shit. But yeah, yeah, that's the most exciting thing. You can really pave your own path at the moment. And I'd say for any young women who may be listening and wanting to start their own podcast, you should just go for it. Because I feel like so many people think, oh, what will people think of me if I start a podcast? Is it embarrassing that I think that what I'm saying is so important? At the end of the day, just put yourself out there. It's the best thing that you can do. What's the worst that people won't listen? Like, who cares what people think anyway? If people are going to say something, they're just jealous because they haven't done it. That's what I think anyway. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's just, it is so great that we do live in the world that we don't just have to turn to traditional forms of media, like whoever is the big journalist on TV, on radio or anything like that. Like, you know, we can turn to podcasts and we also can turn to influencers as well. I think I do think like a lot of people in traditional media settings, they don't take influencers seriously, but I really think they they need to because similar to podcasts, similar to blogs and stuff like that, it's many women with many voices and that all have something to say, but you know, they're just not part of the quote unquote traditional form of media that's really going out of style. That's for sure. Traditional media is really dying. I mean, I probably shouldn't say that because we do run a PR business, Um, (laughs) but that traditional media is dying. And it is interesting when you, you do speak to senior journalists who don't understand the power of influences and um, yeah, how important those voices are to young people and how much they do look up to them. But also, as you said, Soph, with uh, in regards to traditional media dying, I feel like 
Unfortunately for women who are working as journalists, you seem to get to an age when you want to have children and you get either turfed out or you get taken off TV and put on the production desk. I mean, can you, I can't even think of five women who are on TV that are over 50. So it is a life shelf if you're a woman, but a shelf life, sorry, a shelf life if you're a woman. But you know, if you're a man, you can be gray, you can be old, you can be whatever, and it doesn't matter. And that's what's great about these mediums is that you can control what you're saying and you can put it out there. And women are loving podcasts. I feel like podcasts are the most popular thing at the moment. I think we're seeing people support women's podcasts, which is great. Yeah, it's always great to see that. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for coming on to the Nasty Woman Club podcast. I so greatly appreciate it. I've been a fan of yours for quite a while now. And again, I have to say you have my most favorite Facebook group at the moment right now. I just love your Facebook group. It's just always a nice at the end of a work day, just going into it and everyone's just, just so happy and nice. I love it. Thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Nasty Woman Club podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Outspoken, okay? They are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe and make sure you listen to their latest episodes. And also give the podcast Instagram page a follow at outspoken underscore the underscore podcast. Now, if you did enjoy today's episode, please leave a five-star review. Every rating, every share, every review helps grow this independent platform. And also, if you're not already following the Nasty Woman Club on Instagram, firstly, how dare you? Make sure you do follow us on Instagram. I am always posting many memes, stories, and just stuff about the world of intersectional feminism. But yes... I'll be in your ears again on Monday for another episode of Rant Monday. And yes, I cannot wait to see you all on the Nasty Woman Club website and Instagram page. I'm your host, Demi Lynch. Stay nasty, everyone. This podcast was sponsored by Modi Body. Make the switch today to Modi Body Period Underwear.